You're listening to Lead, Sell, Grow, the Human Experience Podcast. I am your host, Eric Konovalov, and I believe that we can achieve everything we want if we take our leadership, sales ability, and personal growth to a higher level. On this show, we share ideas on how to break through our invisible boundaries, start taking steps towards our dreams, and create the life we desire. I invite you to open your mind to new possibilities, new ideas, and to the truth that everything you want is possible for you. Thank you for being here and welcome to the show. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Lead, Sell, Grow, the Human Experience Podcast. I hope you guys are doing extremely well. If you have not done so yet, head over to our Facebook group, join the group, join the conversation. It's Lead, Sell, Grow, the Human Experience Tribe. We'll see. Actually, I changed it as the Human Experience Mastermind, and hopefully I'll see you in there soon. Today, I have a really cool guest with me. Her name is Maria Quatrone. She's an entrepreneur. She's a real estate expert, investor, speaker, visionary, podcast host, and she's the founder and CEO of Maria Quatrone and Associates Remax Home. Maria is a real estate executive with over 25 years of sales and marketing and branding experience under her leadership. The company has grown into a very successful real estate company. Marie and her team have assisted her clients' acquisitions and dispositions totaling over $500 million in sales. Wow, Maria, that's that's a pretty big figure, half a billion bucks. Welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Eric, for having me. I'm really excited to be here today. Yeah, it's really cool to be here with you as well. So you're, you're in the Northeast. Yeah, you're pretty much, you're in Philly. We're in Philadelphia. Yes. And you service New Jersey as well or just Philly? We do some business in New Jersey. We have a plan for expansion uh, by the end of this year uh, into full into New Jersey. All right. Very cool. So 25 years. I'm no mathematician. But that puts us back into the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been in real estate for 18 and I've been in sales and marketing for 11 years before that. So we're 28 years in at this point or ish, something like that. Wow. That's a long time to be in a certain industry. You've seen it all. I mean, early 2000s, there was a boom in amount, you know, everybody wanted to buy properties. I think that's when people figured out that owning property is the best thing ever. And then 2008, you've been through that. <laughs> that's the crazy crash. 2008. Yeah, absolutely. We actually did really well in 2008. Really? everybody else we have skills and we are experts in real estate so between the sales skill and expert in real estate is a perfect match for when there's a shifting or a downward economy okay so help me understand as you work in a team environment so i'm assuming you provide some good training for your uh, realtors that are on your Abs- team absolutely in fact we have a scholarship program so we'll bring somebody in who has a desire to to uh, build a real estate career. And from that, we will bring them through the real estate school. We partnered up with a school. And when they're finished and they pass their test, they come into our two-week Rise in Real Estate Academy, where we're going to teach them the fundamentals of sales, you know, basically dialing for dollars, um, what that looks like, the the verb, the language that you use, um, also how to show a home. How to write an offer. So at the end of the two weeks, you're not going to know everything, obviously, about real estate, 
but you're going to you're going to know enough to have scheduled appointments because we will be scheduling appointments in week two of that two week training. And then you will know how to conduct that buyer strategy session because we are mainly focusing on buyers in the beginning Mm -hmm. and then how to show them property, how to do open houses and then ultimately how to write the sales contract. So we want people to feel somewhat prepared anyway. And the the agents in our community and MQA, they are they easily can plug right into our system, into our database and call within our database and be able to get uh, leads right away as soon as they're trained in our system. So that's a big part of um, our philosophy is lifelong learners. We have two meetings a week. The one is our Tuesday sales meeting. The Thursday is training. And then we do some other stuff in between there. But yeah, we are, we're constantly working on sometimes the same things because you need to hear them over and over and over again. You got to keep practicing. And then also, you know, things will add in to, to learn. We weave through the system. Wow. Very, very interesting. So I think everybody knows a realtor, right? Or is sure. it just naive to think that? Because I, I don't know. I mean, it seems like everybody I meet, that every third person is a real estate agent. I think that it depends on your how old you are and when the last time you bought or sold something is. You know, if you're, for example, say an empty nester and you haven't bought a house in 35 years, I mean, you may know somebody, you may not know somebody. It depends, I think, also on how social you are. You know, if you're a very social person, you go to a lot of events and parties, somebody there is probably a real estate agent. Yeah. But if you're kind of like, you know, more keep to yourself, you may not know at one. In fact, we have tons of people that call us because they're looking for a realtor. They call, they actually raise their hand. They call on the phone and say, I'm looking for a real estate agent. Every single day we get those calls. So not everybody knows somebody. That's pretty, That that's gold right there when they call, isn't it? <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. So what's, in your opinion, is the difference between the successful realtors who just crush it versus the ones who get their license, sell a house to a friend or their parent, and aren't able to succeed? So number one is you have to focus on your daily schedule and mastering your morning. So if you make the contacts and you're dialing 100 dials a day, over time, there's no possible way that you will not succeed in real estate. Absolutely impossible. Because real estate is math. It's it's just like any other sales. It is a numbers game. It's how many people can you talk to? Ask them the right questions. Listen to what they say. And then take, the, take it from there to the next step. All we're doing is pushing people through a process from the time that we have a conversation with them to the time that they close on a property. You know, I'm experiencing something right now with an agent. Uh, we're looking to buy a secondary home at the beach. So I said, oh, we can just go with the people at the who have the listing, right? And you would think this would be easy. I asked the same question to this person three times before I could get the answer in, th- in an email, in a text, and on the phone. What was the question? And the property... I asked a specific question. Will the seller take 
a fine, will they take financing? Because our house, this house, we're going to put financing. We can't close in for three, four weeks. So will they close at the end of September? Okay. And I asked what was included in the sale because it's a shore property. So they're a little bit different than your regular home because a lot of times people just leave everything. They leave a bunch of stuff there. And uh, let's see, I, I got an answer back. And it was, I'm cooking dinner right now. And then, yeah, and, and the, it's a $1.5 million property. And then uh, all this other BS. And I finally got somewhat of an answer. This is yesterday, today. But I want to shake the person and go, yep. that was WTF <laughs> in case you can, you're listening and not seeing my lips moving. Yeah. Wow. She would be fired, my organization, if I yeah. saw that. I heard that. Doesn't make you want to do business with her. It's not like we're buying something for like 15 grand. Like, <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. It's insane. So what I say, what makes a great real estate agent, I would take grit over talent any day. Grit over talent. Hmm. Grit over talent. You said, you mentioned morning routine. Uh-huh. What does a good morning routine look like? So first thing is a good morning routine is, I think you got to get yourself moving. If not every day, at least like four to five days a week. Get to the gym, take a walk, ride your bike. These are things I do. Something like that. Do some jumping jacks in the house. I don't know. Get yourself moving or read something. Um, then I would say if you drink coffee, get your coffee, get your water, first water, right? And number one thing in the morning you're going to do, you're going to make your bed. But what are you going to do before that? The night before you, you go to bed, you're going to lay out your clothes or hang them in your closet, which, what outfit you're wearing in the morning. Cause see, I've won already. I won because I did some kind of, um, I got some exercise. I made my bed and I had some clothes picked out. Okay. Things that you can win. What I have witnessed my own personal uh, experience and personal development is that when we win, we want to win more. So I stopped eating sugar in February. So March 1, from March 1, no sugar, no ice cream, no piece of chocolate, no birthday cake. And believe me, I've been around so much of it. My husband loves ice cream and it's been around me all the time. So no sugar. So then you have no sugar. So I'm like, hmm, no sugar. Okay, I feel better. Great. Let's add, let's layer the next thing in okay, I'm going to be doing my walks and I'm going to be riding a bike and then layer the next thing. So very little complex carbohydrates. And okay, I'm going to do weight training now. And you want to do more because you you have confidence. You have more confidence. More confidence makes you want to do more. The same thing in sales. Get to 100 dials as quickly as possible. Keep making those 100 dials every day as quickly as possible. Keep for me, it would be like, okay, well, we have, um, we're bring, we're recruiting agents, or we're bringing agents into our company. Great, we need to bring more in. We got more. Great, we need to bring more in. So the confidence of, and it could go from anything from either whether that is, you know, taking care of your health and fitness, or making your calls, because once we have some wins, we now have, and we we honor ourselves and our commitment, and it becomes a standard. Like, you know, 
making my bed is non-negotiable. I do not leave the house without making my bed, even if I'm late, which I'm usually not. But if I was, and I have been before, you know, sometimes like once in a blue moon, I oversleep because I didn't sleep or something. Who knows? But uh, I will make my bed and I will brush my teeth and I will shower and I will be dressed appropriately. Well, I hope <laughs> so. Don't leave the house without brushing your teeth. If it's between making your bed and brushing your teeth, brush your teeth. <laughs> I'm doing all of it. So you don't have to worry about any of that. Okay. Some people tell me, well, I shower at night, but you just slept. What do you mean you shower at night? Get in the shower. What yeah, are you wake talking up. about? Wait the heck up. Right. Wash your face. girl. Wash your face, girl. What the <laughs> hell's going on? Yeah. So those things are really important. Just a little thing. So it's the commitment of your morning routine which is their call should be made in the morning. Okay. I heard Admiral McRaven with the make your bed stuff. Why do you make your bed? It's a win. It's a win. It's a win. Who wants to come home to an unmade bed? It's a win. It's the first thing of the day that you can do. That's a win. Mm-hmm. You did something. It, it's a win. So all the little wins make the other, make you want to do more wins. And then the other, all the wins together mush into one big thing and that's um success yeah that that is really really cool all right in your expert opinion what what's happening with the real estate market in the next in 2022 2023 i mean i think you're going to see we are already seeing adjustments you could already see in some of the higher end prices that the prices are starting to adjust downward um so there will be some downward pressure on pricing um however Homes that are in perfect condition in a fabulous location. And if they're like beachfront, lakefront, bayfront, I'm going to exclude those types of properties. Okay. I'm going to exclude the shore from this conversation because of COVID. We have many people who decided to live at the shore permanently or Instead, because a lot of people weren't going to Europe, they bought beach houses, so it made the prices go up. So outside of that, let's just talk about regular real estate, Philadelphia. You, We don't have enough inventory, though, for the entry level. But the people that would be the move-up buyers can't sell if they can't afford at the current interest rate, the payment that they would need to make. But people will say, but there was 6% before. Okay, I agree. But prices weren't twice the amount of money that they are today. That's right. So if I see one more real estate person put the little graph up there about 18%, the houses were 70 grand then. Like you have to look at the entire picture and we don't live in a vacuum. So as things are transpiring, whether it's crime or bad leadership in a city or a war going on or high gas prices, inflation. What happens at this time is that people pause. I say pause, but they freeze. Freeze, Now, I take the exact opposite approach. I'm doubling, tripling down like a mofo. I ain't messing around. What are you tripling down on? Everything, everything, activity. (laughs) So I would go on Facebook Live. I would do my podcast live. And then I stopped doing live. It's recorded now just for timing for people, not for me, (laughs) for other humans. But I decided I'm going to go Facebook Live three days a week. So I'm going to go, I'm going to talk uh, one day about, I've been doing this last few weeks, rise in real estate is called. So other real estate agents, rise up. We're rising up. 
Rise in Real Estate. Two, I have um, co-authoring a multi-author book. So talk about the book. And the book is called uh, Fearless Female Leaders, Their Untold Stories Revealed. And so we're promoting the book. We're promoting the women that are in the book. Right now, I am enrolling women into the book. Um, and yes, it costs money. People say, well, what, are you just going to tell my story? No, I'm not just going to tell your story. This is a this is a way for platform for you to tell your story. And then for us to market it to become an international Amazon bestseller. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the third thing is a weekly show about what's happening in the real estate market. So I only used to do a monthly market update via video that would be sent out. Now I'm doing a weekly show every week. And I just go on, talk through the through the system live and for 20 minutes or 15 or 30 minutes, whatever it is for that day. And like, that's a way that, cause those videos, somebody will share it and they start to get more legs and people start to tune in. They want to say, what is she talking about? What is she saying? I know she knows the market. It helped so many people in 2008, 9, 10, 11, get the hell out of the mess that they were in. And then in in 11 is when we start to market, see the market go up little by little, kept going, kept going, kept going. And it continued to, and just about, and then COVID hit and there was a standstill for like five minutes, um, a little bit more than five minutes. But, and then when things opened up, the floodgates opened up, the interest rates were so low. People said, it's so cheap. I could buy a million dollar house. I pay 2.8%. How many people, a lot of people are buying expensive houses with no thought of, hmm, what's going to happen later? Now, if you plan to stay at that house forever, okay, do it. But 10%, 10% of that price was aspirational, 100%. Oh, yeah. Aspirational. They're like, I want it. I want it. You know, like the house that we're looking at right now, there's other offers. We're going to throw our hat. We're going to throw our hat in the ring because you never know. And uh, if you don't, if you don't get up to bat and hit and, and swing the bat, you ain't getting nothing. So I always say, oh, it's always worth it to put the offer in. Fearless female leadership. Yeah. Tell me about that. Where did you get that title from? I made it, <laughs> I made it up. I kind of want to hear some of your backstory. Why? Clearly, okay. you view yourself as a fearless female so let leader. Me, let me explain what it is. One, yeah. I'm female. Two, I'm a leader. And three, I'm fearless because I feel the fear and do it anyway. Yes. Do I get scared? Yes, a lot. And some days I wake up with anxiety, but I say, what can happen? What's going to happen? Oh, somebody is going to laugh at me. I have some people that like heckle. They'll make, they'll make like, ha 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 face on the, on the Facebook, you know, thing. I don't know who it is because they blocked me. So they're like, they're a coward, right? So like, unless you're in the arena with me, right? I love like that saying, um, what the heck? Who said it? Uh, Brown. Oh my God. Yeah, but it's not from her, but she does say right. it. Yeah, yeah. It's from Man in the Arena. It's a it's a pretty the famous Man in the poem. Arena. Theodore Roosevelt. That's right. Unless you are in the arena with me, F you. You got no you have nothing to say. I don't care. So so the fearless comes from be feeling the fear and doing it anyway. Right. Were you always like that though? Or did that um, over time? Hmm. Well, I would say that I had confidence as a kid. 
I was told that I could do anything that I wanted and I didn't need anybody else. I didn't like, I didn't need a man, <laughs> which is why I didn't get married till I was in my late forties, but could do anything I wanted. So I did have that. And I also was in an upbringing where, I mean, my parents, they're great. They are loving humans, but you know, shit happens and they were always mad and yelling and this and then like we had some money and then we didn't have any money and then I had holes in my shoe. And then I was like, you know what? Uh, no way. This is not happening. I am getting through college. I'm going to sell radio time. I hated that job when I started. I was, I had to call people on the phone. I was scared, call reluctance. I would hang up. I would like run downstairs because we I was on the second or third floor of this building. I go downstairs. I'd smoke cigarette. Like, I was like 23, 24. I was a nervous wreck. And then, you know what? I kept doing it. I kept showing up, even though I was crying on the way to work. <laughs> I had no money because I quit my bartending job. I took this job. I'm like, no money. I'm broke. I'm like, you got to effing be kidding me. Right. So I, uh, I just kept going back and I just kept doing the work and I just kept building the pipeline. And then my boss said to me, he's like, did you, why don't you just go out? And door knock, like the businesses. I go in and say, who handles the advertising? Find out, get the info, come back and make the call. So that activity gave me confidence. Plus, I'm really good in person, right? So I have the energy and enthusiasm and people like me. And, uh, or they find me like really annoying. So I had, now I had confidence because I knew who I had to call. And so when I got on the phone, I'm like, hey, Frank, from Mazda's Furniture. I'm like, this is Maria from WMGM TV 40. I'd love to put you on TV. Can I come and talk to you about how we could make you famous on TV or something? You know, so whatever I said. And so then, like, I figured out, wait a minute. Why are these people only buying, like, a month at a time? So I talked to my boss. I'm like, listen, can't we do packages like A, B, and C? And so that builds success because now I started keep locking people in for longer. So I became the number two salesperson within 16 months of this at this place, just out of college. And then I went back and I went, I had experience. So I called up the Philly radio station I wanted to work at. I had already talked to them before. They told me get experience, call us when you do. I did. I actually did what that person said. And I went back and I called and called. I got the job there and here I am starting again, first in, last out, you know, leaving the house at 6 a.m., getting home 9 p.m., sleeping like seven hours and just worked and worked and worked and worked and worked. And I I have that work ethic. You know, I think it's important. One of the things I'll say about real estate is you really got to have the work ethic. You got to want it. You know, I don't need anybody to motivate me. I'm motivated. I got a picture of this house, like these things that I want, you know, and they're not all material things, but it's it represents something there's always somebody in a family and as they come along hopefully to every family there's always that person right and that person can change the directory of the entire family of and a generation and multiple and future generations so i feel like that person like i'm that person i'm that person to do it so kids we uh, we don't have children we have three furry kitties all right (laughs) That's quite a story. I mean, as you started seeing success, did you find yourself listening to different people and reading certain books? Because you've made some quotes to 
some pretty great leaders. I'm wondering where that came from. Yeah, I've read, I'm, I've been an avid reader since I've been like probably 10 years old. Um, right now I'm reading Ed Milet, um, his book, One More, One More Thing, or I forget. I just picked it up. I got it on Friday. I'm like in the process of reading it. I love Ed. He's cool. He's amazing. I teach using the comp Darren Hardy's book, The Compound Effect. Mm-hmm. That is what, when you come into our organization, it's on day one, you get that book and we, we read it as a, as a group together every night. And we discuss it in depthly every single morning after the night before. And I want to instill the value of like, you start here. And if every day you drew a line on a piece of paper and you just got one tenth of a percent better on the daily in a year, look how far you've come. I used to, I say myself as an example, we were at a different place three months ago. The company, the company was at a different place six months ago, a year ago, we didn't even have our scholarship program yet. And six months ago, right. We launched it in December. And I'd say the first several months were not good <laughs> because we didn't know what we were doing. And then we had to we had to tighten it up. So now I don't think we're at a hundred percent yet, but I think we're at a, like eighty percent. Yeah, eighty five percent. We've layered in things. We've layered in things. So that's so cool. Let me ask you this, Maria, because yeah. You're a busy businesswoman, right? And you have people who are coming in, you're training, you're developing new curriculums. You're are you selling as well, selling and working with clients? Minimal, minimal. minimal. I have it, I have it. So I have a uh like a I would say like an executive team mm-hmm. that handles so we have a different setup here. Like my broker of record, Dara, is our lead listing partner. So she handles the majority of the listings that are like past clients, VIP clients, commercial real estate. The other listing opportunities, because I hate calling people leads, the other listing opportunities will get given out to the people who, you know, this expression, right? Feed the stallions, starve the ponies. So the people that are showing up and doing the work get the opportunities. If you don't, you don't. And and you know, I make decisions this morning. We have a company huddle every day at 830. I'd say 70, 30% of the people weren't on this morning. One's on, one of them I know is on vacation. The other ones are going to tell them tomorrow, listen, we're running. If you're not going to run with us, just walk at the door. Okay. Don't waste our time. Don't waste our time. There's no reason that you can't be on that 830 call. It's our Monday morning group huddle and everybody should be on talking about. What happened last week? Did you make your commitments or not? Because there's only you either made them or you didn't. And they and this hundred dials should be a business standard, right? Working towards make creating it to be a business standard. And then what are your intentions for this week? I'm going to bring in two listings. I'm going to buy her under contract. I'm going to get two BAC signed. Whatever it is, they make it up for themselves. I do not give people their goals. I just let everybody know what our company standards are to reach in our organization in the first 90 days as a new agent, you have to do three pieces of business. That's a rental, a buyer pending, or a listing, any of the three. Okay. As long as that happens in 90 days, you can stay on the roster. If not, you can't stay on the roster. Some people got to leave the roster this week. 
That's how it goes. When do you take time to actually plan out how you're going to, when do you take time to actually work on the company, not in the company? You know what I mean? Like planning out your goals, taking a look at what's working, what's not working, making adjustments. I do it all the time. I mean, in between, you know, taking a walk, riding the bike, doing nothing. Sometimes like I'll just be sitting, you know, at the beach, just thinking. The magic happens when nothing is happening. Yeah, I heard this quote. It's so interesting you said that. Robert, I think it's Einstein's quote. He said, sometimes the hardest work looks like just sitting and looking out the window. <laughs> Indeed. That is correct. So when you're actually at working, like this is working to me, right? We're working right now. Mm-hmm. Um, this is marketing, but it's still working. I'm not contemplating. I'm not thinking about you know, uh, the next company that's opening in October, I'm not working on that right now. I, you can't be in production mode and, and that would include like recruiting and training mode and in come visionary work. They're not, they have a different cadence. And that's why we teach for, to make the calls in the morning to do your follow up in the morning because it's a different cadence than showing a property. It's a different cadence than doing comps. You can't like make calls, do comps, go back to the making the calls. You need, there's different cadence to it. And if you zigzag, and I, this is how I figured this out. It was not that, it was only a couple of years ago, but what was happening during COVID was I was still very much in a lot of production and I was also doing a recruiting meeting. So it would be, I'd have an agent coming in and then I go to a listing call, phone call because it was Zoom. I'll be on Zoom. Then somebody came in the office or they came there and in Zoom. Then there's another Zoom, but it's a recruiting. And then it goes back to the listing. It was disruptive to my being. I left the in, at the end of the day, every day, it was like I was strapped into like a, a 747 plane and I was in the airplane flying up there and couldn't get up to even to go to the bathroom. It was craziness. And I learned that you really need to separate. And this was time blocked because everything it, it's in my calendar, if it's on my calendar, it will not happen. Like it has to be in my calendar or forget it. Doesn't I won't do it. I get distracted into some other thing. I know it needs to get done. So I place pretty much a lot of things that normal people might not place in their calendar. I place in my calendar. Like, well, you know, some personal. (laughs) Like special time with hubby. Special time with hubby. Just like, I don't know, all kinds of stuff. Like, I'm like, oh, this weekend, like, oh, I'm reading this book. You know, I'll put the book in the schedule like to read the book. Don't forget to read the book. Yeah. I know it sounds like crazy, but. All right. So what happens? Let's say you have that book scheduled and there's an opportunity to interview an agent and they're available at that time or somebody wants to buy a house and they're available at that time. Do you tell them you're not available or do you move the book reading? Well, I would never have the book reading during the day, like the work day. The book mm-hmm. reading's like Saturday or Sunday, and I'm not available for those types of meetings those days. Awesome. So you really adhere to your you're you're in control. You're very intentional about what you do when you do it. 
I don't want to do anything I don't want to do. So uh, Saturday and Sunday, I'm at I'm down the shore riding my bike, getting my workout in, doing some. I might meet up with I have clients that are down there. I might meet up with them for dinner or for drinks. You know, last night we were out with a couple people. We had some drinks with them. It was like serendipitous. We it was just totally last minute. We were all in our beach attire. We ran over and met them on our bikes, like five, 10 minute ride away. But no, I mean, like my schedule is my schedule. Like that's my schedule. And I don't get, I don't want to be dictated by anybody about my schedule, which is why I'm the owner of the company. That is awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely love that. So every morning, so every night your people are reading the compound effect by Darren Hardy. And every yes. morning at 8.30, you guys are talking about what they read? Yes, this is for the, the brand new people. For the mm-hmm. brand new people. Yep, that's part of the curriculum. I wrote the curriculum. So we have videos that are in there, videos we've made, some outside videos um, from like follow-up boss because we utilize that CRM, uh, some other things they need to do. Some other key uh, folks in our company have made videos. Otherwise, we have to keep doing the same thing over and over again every month. So like how to write the agreement of sale, how to do the buyer strategy session. We actually have like real role plays that, you know, they can watch and they can see and they can watch them over and over and over again. And the how to write that offer, they watch it over and over. And then we have live offer training, right? So we do a combination of recorded videos that we've done and live training. And also we do um, script practice. So there's like, it's really loud here. There's chanting going on. And then there's role play and I tell her, you know, and I show them like how to do it and then they get on the calls and then I listen and I give some feedback and yeah. So there's a lot of stuff that's going on. That is really cool. All right. So if a brand new agent gets their, you know, got their real estate license, what are some good metrics they can use to pick a brokerage firm to join? I think they need to decide one, if they want to be solo or if they want to be on the team. And what's the benefit of one versus the other? Well, if I was starting again and I was brand new, I would join a team. How come? Well, because in 18 years, a lot of things have changed. Consumers want real estate like on demand. They don't want to wait. And when I walked in this business 18 years ago, I'm still going to stand by what I said. It's the stupidest effing business I've ever seen in my life. How can one agent do seven different jobs? Well, I'm only good at like two things, barely, let alone seven. So I think that the consumer doesn't get a great experience when they use solo agent personally, unless they only do like a deal a month. In that case, you never get that good if you're only doing a deal a month. Sorry, you just don't. So what does the team do for you? So you're the agent. Your job is to really deal with the with the client, uh, finding homes and things like that. So first of all, the team provides like the leads. They provide the signs. They provide. They have a photographer on staff. You know, they have they have people who put all the listings in the MLS. Um, there's team meetings. There's team a family. We're family. Like there's a team culture. You know, our number one core value, which is also our podcast, is be the solution. How are you the solution for yourself today? How are you the solution for your family? Real estate is the vehicle to allow people to live the life of the life of their dreams. What is it that you want for you? 
and your family. You want to get out of the 40 grand debt you have. You want to take the kids to Disney. You want to go to Greece. I don't know. You want to get engaged and buy your, your girlfriend a, a, you know, expensive ring. Everybody's at a different spot. Everybody has to run their own race. We provide them with a platform and a, an environment to be exactly what they want to be. Right. So everybody can go somewhere else and get a higher compensation. I don't like to use that word that people use split. It's called compensation, right? You can go somewhere and get a better compensation. Everybody in any organization for the most part. But say you go to a hundred percent company, a hundred percent from a hundred is zero. We provide an opportunity for people to plug into our database, which I've been marketing to for many years. They get the videos, they get emails, they know what's going on, they see us on the news. You're aligned with a brand. Try to build a brand in today's environment. See how much it costs you, right? You can't replicate 18 years and thousands and thousands and thousands of signs on the street. You can't. And so with that, right, we that their part of their compensation is invested into the company. That's how we can have staff. That's how we can have a nice office. That's how we can do the different things that we do and bring in, you know, fabulous trainers like John Chaplack and his group and Bill Pipes, who's now with John. Like, it's not free. It costs thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. For sure. So, you know, that's why they're, it's, it's pulling all of our money together in order to be able to supply everybody with opportunities and with systems and processes to be successful. Yeah, that is such an interesting point. Where you're planted uh, needs to be conducive for your growth. You know, you could take two lemon seeds from the same lemon, put one on concrete and then put one in soil and nurture the soil one. One of those seeds is going to grow into some some lemon into a lemon tree and produce more lemons, while the other ones not nothing's going to happen to it, even if you pour water on it. So it sounds like you're you've created the soil and the environment for any seedling who's brand new in the mm. real estate world to to grow and be successful. So great 100%. job, kudos to you. Yeah, thank you. It's exciting. Awesome, Maria. So. Where can people get in touch with you? Somebody decides to move to Philly and is looking for a place, wants to sell a place in Philly and get the hell out of there. <laughs> What's a good way to connect with you? Absolutely. So you can reach me on Facebook. You can you can DM me, um, Maria Quatrone. You could also reach us uh, on Instagram, sold by MQ. And our real estate, our website is mqrealestate.com or 215-607-3535 is our office number. And yeah, this was great. Thanks, uh, Eric, so much for having me. I'm humble and grateful for the opportunity to spend some time with you today. Oh, it was great to have you here. And if you're listening to this and you're in sales and your organization needs some good sales training, some good communications training, some good training on how you can attract your ideal clients. Be sure to reach out to me. I can help you guys out. All right, guys, have a wonderful day and I'll see you on the next episode. Maria, thank you so much for being here. Thank you. You've listened to another episode of Lead, Sell, Grow, the Human Experience Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please head over to iTunes, subscribe, and leave us a nice review. And if you're not a part of our tribe on Facebook, be sure to head over to Facebook and join Lead, Sell, Grow, the Human Experience Tribe. I look forward 
to speaking with you in the tribe. Have a great day.